How's it going, FCS football fans? This is the FCS Opening Drive Podcast, presented by the Connecticut School of Broadcasting and Football Game Plan. I am David Hasegan. With me, as always, the czar of the playbook, the New Orleans representing Emery Hunt. Good morning, sir. Good morning, man. How's it going? You want to talk about a little Northeast football? Why not? We're sitting here in the Northeast. It's our home, and I think we have a great opportunity to share with the fan base how great the Northeast football is. Well, we're gonna Football get in the Northeast. Football in the Northeast. We already talked about the NEC, but this is our Patriot League preview. We're going to talk about all the happenings from last year, one of the most insane defenses maybe of all time uh, in Colgate. We're talking about the best returning players, some new coaches on the scene in the Patriot League this year, what to watch in 2019, and all the big games on the schedule. If you want to listen to any of our previous podcasts we do go in order we start with the big sky we've gone all the way now through to the patriot league but if you want to listen to any of the other podcasts through the ovc go to itunes or soundcloud search football game plan and you can listen to those previews there of course emory will be coming out with the videos that will go more in depth we've gone a little shorter with our podcast previews this year we're going to go much more in depth emory will have those uh videos coming out on footballgameplan.com and youtube.com slash football game plan, which is uh, starting to blow up a little bit. You get a blue check mark, and all of a sudden your brand is, uh, we're taking off a little bit here, Emory. So. Well, I mean, not to be the one to boast, but uh, what okay. people should focus on is the fact that we do have an excellent book coming out on footballgameplan.com. That's true. It's the go go offense. Offensive coordinator Brendan Marion, who is the OC at William and Mary, details the excellent offense that he has, explosive offense called the go-go offense he's again he's now the oc at william and mary was killing it at howard last season and last two seasons you can find that book on our website at footballgameplan.com slash go-go offense and don't forget folks uh emory has also got the football game plan 400 all the incoming freshmen and he's detailing all of those for the fcs conferences as well as the fbs so you can check out all of the incoming freshmen all the impact freshmen that could be at your school or maybe the guys that you need to avoid if they're facing your school. Those are going to be going up uh, over the next couple weeks as we count down. We're, I mean, it's pretty much August at this point, so it's got. We're almost ready for football season, folks. We're about a month away or less uh, when this comes out here. So let's talk about though the 2018 Patriot League. I will preface this by saying this: two years ago, the Patriot League was a bit of a joke, a running joke on the show. We were talking about how. Colgate was the only team over 500. I think they were made, what seven and four, maybe seven and five, uh, in 2017. It was kind of a joke then. No one was laughing last year at Colgate's defense. What we witnessed, and, uh, and people will say, "Oh, it's the only the Patriot League." You know, is it so easy to win this? When you realize some of the offenses that are in this league, the numbers that Colgate were was able to put up last year. They finished the year averaging 9.3 points per game allowed. Less than 250 yards per game allowed on defense. They allowed less than 3,000 yards for the season. We've, up until like the last, next to the last week of the season, they were averaging less than 5 points a game allowed. Is this one of the best defenses we've seen in the history of college football? Never mind the FCS. I think so. I mean, it was so good. They even shut out. Furman shut the game out completely. <laughs> it was just 
cancel bonkers. it. Right, just cancel the game. Just, yeah, I mean, it was going to be a shutout anyway. I mean, how many <laughs> right. shutouts did they have last year? Four, I Four. think? Four, five? Five shutouts. Like, that's, that's unheard of. nuts, bro. And <laughs> the first first game of the season was against Holy Cross, and they beat them 24-17. Then they only give up three to New Hampshire. Uh, the Furman game was canceled. Two straight shutouts versus Lafayette and William and Mary. CAA team. But, no, it's an easy schedule. But Bucknell go got three. Oh, good job, Bucknell. Then they got angry and shut out Cornell, Georgetown, and Fordham <laughs> and gave up six to Lehigh and then lost to Army 14-28. Then they uh, beat James Madison. Beat JMU, but oh, that's a, is that a second CAA team? That's a second CAA team, 23-20. Mm. Um, then they and, got handed one of their own, though. Right. They got they got goose saved against North Dakota State. Offense didn't show up that day. Someone, I think, didn't they, someone foolishly, didn't they think that Colgate was going to win that game? I think some idiot that oh, may or you, may not oh, have yeah, been yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, wrong again about the Bison may have, may or may not have picked. Um, but you gotta you gotta love Colgate. I mean, <laughs> listen, five shutouts in a in a six game span. I don't. Here's the thing: when you look at how you shut teams out, it's hard to do it in practice. Yeah. You know, it's hard to not allow the team to score. I mean, teams could luck up and you know get a big play and get in the field goal range. Yeah. So. The amount of discipline and focus and teamwork and talent that took and coaching that took place last year up in Hamilton, New York, was phenomenal, dude. It was some of the best football we've seen in quite some time. And again, people will say, oh, you're only you only like them because they're in the Northeast or how would you know? Watch the tape and watch every single team pretty much that they went up against get absolutely dominated. Here's the thing. Army had a really good year last year. They were held to 28 points. That doesn't – that last year's Army team – and, by the way, this year's Army team, go Black Knights. <laughs> last year's Army team was really good. They're not going to be held to 28 points by FBS opponents. They got held by that by an FCS team. One FBS home. take right here, hot take, I'll tell you. The second game of the season, they play Michigan. If they beat Michigan, which is possible, yeah, Army doesn't lose a game. You hear it here, folks. Folks, it could be a really exciting year at Mikey Stadium. They go undefeated next year, man. Like, wow, <laughs> that's a hot take and a half right there. If you if they beat Michigan, that's crazy. Anyway, let's get back to the Patriot League. But um, let's talk. We've talked enough about Colgate from last year. Let's talk about some of the other teams in this conference who had really good years, and that's Holy Cross and Georgetown. Holy Cross, obviously, with a brand new coach last year, came up from Assumption in D two, where he was a powerhouse. They finished five and six with a four and two record, but here comes Georgetown again. Again, it's another team you see a lot. Defensively, they're always good. It finally paid off last year with four and two in conference play. It's funny you bring up those two teams as teams that played well when they played the most hilarious game, the biggest <laughs> comeback in football history. I thought <laughs> you that know. game was bonkers. I, full disclosure, guys, I was on the broadcast for that game. <laughs> If Georgetown wins that game, they notched their first winning season since 1999. <laughs> they were up 31 to five with 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter. Go ahead and hit it, Willow. And <laughs> two block punts returned for touchdowns on the same side of the field. Two, two of them, same yard line practically. Same dude blocks it. Same dude picks it up and scores. Then the <laughs> Georgetown's <laughs> offense. Went cold. Lehigh, I'm sorry, Holy Cross completes a deep ball, puts them inside uh, on, on a 50. Then 
They get a pass interference down the sideline, which puts them at the 10. And now, with uh, 30 seconds left to play, they try to throw a slant. The strong safety is standing right there, Blaze Brown standing. Great player, by the way. He catches this <laughs> interception 11 times out of 10. He's standing right there in the pass room. The ball hits him in between the one and the seven, literally. He drops it. Had he caught the intercept, game over. Georgetown wins. First win of the season since 99. Drops the ball. The next play, touchdown, game over. Holy Cross with an amazing comeback. <laughs> it, that, I remember want you telling me about that game, and I'm like, I'm sorry, what? I mean, when you get a punt blocked, you're like, right. okay, block that guy next time. He does it again. <laughs> <laughs> if you're on that side of the defensive line, how do you go back to the sideline at all without getting absolutely and killed? And here's the reason why it was blocked. It was because the punter took unnecessary additional step. Like, bro, if they blocked it the first time, <laughs> catch, kick, just get it out the way. <laughs> don't take the don't take your unnecessary third step, which then allows the dude to block it again. It just absolutely – it was definitely it was one of the a, more – It was one of the weirdest games I've seen. One of the most memorable games of last season for sure. Let's talk about one more thing, though, about 2018 in the Patriot League, and that was Lehigh. They slid a lot last year. Obviously, a very unfortunate situation uh, with their head coach who was uh, forced to retire uh, due to an illness. But have we? I think last year we witnessed full the full completion of the power shift because Lehigh was untouchable. In oh, the Patriot yeah. League. Especially their offense. Lehigh was untouchable. Lafayette was up there. Fordham was great. Holy Cross, Georgetown, and Colgate are the, are the top of the league now. You know why? Defense. Yeah. Defense will always be around. Yeah. That That's why it was shocking to see Bucknell not be good because they usually have the strong defense. But you saw, like you said, the power shift goes from the three offensive, uh, two offensive juggernauts in Lehigh and, um, and Fordham to the defensive juggernauts of – Colgate, yeah. Georgetown, and Holy Cross showed they can play some good defense. They were more balanced. They could play a good offense, but also some good defense, yeah. um, which will be questioned now because we don't know what they have on defense because they lose Brady, they lose Capsis. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what they do defensively. But you're right. The power shift goes from offense to defense in this league. Good defense never goes out of style, ever. Colgate, I mean, they beat JMU doing that. Let's talk about some of the best returning players, though. Uh, from last year. I'm going to start with one of the players, though, from Holy Cross, and that's Dominic Cogier. Um 130 carries last year for 643 yards, eight touchdowns. Going into his senior season, though, I think he's going to be a bigger factor uh, this year with Holy Cross than he was last year. He put up some nice numbers. Holy Cross, if they're going to you know, compete for the Patriot League title, he's going to have to have a big year. He's going to have to have a big year, and, you know, because they're going to be breaking into a new quarterback, yep. some new receivers. If he comes back healthy and they have success, it's going to be huge for them. A good balanced offense for sure. I think I'm also going to take a look at Tim uh, Demerat, the uh, quarterback from Fordham. It was only his freshman year last year, and what's the biggest problem with freshman quarterbacks we've seen it time and time again, and that's holding onto the football, not throwing interceptions. He did. He had a decent year in terms of ball control last year. He threw for just over 1,600 yards, only had 11 touchdowns, but he only had six picks. So you know what? He you know when he had to throw the football. You know, it's not a big part of Fordham's offense last year. Maybe it was simplified a little bit because he was a freshman. But he didn't throw a lot of interceptions. That's the biggest thing you need to have is ball control. Yeah, and, and that's always the key. If you got the ball control, you have success. And as long as these guys don't turn the ball over and they keep the offense on pace, they're going to be fine. And I think that's something that 
you know, is going to be key for this for this football team moving forward. Any uh, any uh, players jump out for you in the uh, Patriot League to watch? Yeah, uh, Golden. I'm so Golden. Giants camp. Christian Tate, <laughs> defensive lineman of Georgetown, outstanding defensive lineman. He former running back in high school, turned defensive lineman, has been a star since day one, since his freshman season for the Hoyas, and he's going to be another great defensive player. Ten tacks last year. Uh, you also look at the punter Alex Petchen from Bucknell. Special teamer gets a shot. They out They get here. him back because he was a senior last year. He get, he gets another year. There you go. And he's a defensive weapon, man. He's outstanding NFL player in my opinion. And uh, Jorge Portoriel from Lehigh, he has legit end zone to end zone speed and did a great job uh, making those guys pay. Last year, again on on that broadcast, the Lehigh Georgetown game. He caught a slant from Brad Mays and just housed that thing, split the safeties, and was gone. Yeah. So they get him back, and, you know, yeah, they're going to be breaking in a new quarterback, but I like the speed for him. See, I got a couple of the defensive players to watch as well. Uh, Clay Cunningham, the, the uh, junior linebacker from Fordham, uh, 92 tackles last year, 21 and a half tackles for loss. So he's going to be a force to uh, contend with there. And also Malik Ham, freshman last year for Lafayette, 58 tackles, 15 tackles for loss, and eight and a half sacks going into his sophomore season. Really nice numbers for the freshman from Lafayette, another program that's looking to build back up uh, into the power they once were in the Patriot League. Let's talk about uh, some of the new faces here in the Patriot League. Two new coaches. I'm going to start with Bucknell. Um, Dave Caccini takes over. He spent the last five seasons at Valparaiso. Bucknell, another one of these teams where, go back 10 years, they're a force in the Patriot League. They were 1-10 last season. What can Coach Caccini do to get this team back and going? Well, get back to the foundation, defense, special teams, number one, yeah. but also uh, improving the offense. That's been their biggest issue for quite some time now, offense. And if they can get better offensively, it's going to be huge for, for Bucknell because they just seem to, to find offensive linemen, defensive players, two guys right now playing in the NFL yeah. in uh, Abdullah Anderson, who plays for the Bears, defensive lineman. Mm-hmm. And starting left tackle, Julian Davenport for the Houston Texans. So yep. they're going to find point of attack play, but the offense skill players-wise have to get better. And the other uh, new coach this year in the league is at Lehigh, uh, Andy Cohen, uh, forced to retire last year after 13 seasons. Uh, I know you were uh, friends with him. You talked to him a couple times. He's a great guy, man. It was it was tough to, to have that conversation with him. He told us he wasn't going to be coaching. Yeah. He told us why, and it was like, wow, you know, that's, that's tough, man. It's – because he's a great guy, fun guy, and I'm going to miss seeing him on the sidelines. Real, really unfortunate situation there, but a chance for uh, some new beginnings for Lehigh um, with a new season. And uh, Tom Gilmore will take control of the reins. An interesting hire because he was a longtime head coach at Holy Cross. Uh, from 2004 to 2017, he was the head coach at Holy Cross. Uh, he then went to Wake Forest last year as the linebacker coach. Um, but he's back in the Northeast. He's back where he's familiar maybe he can bring Lehigh back to its prominence. You hope so, because, again, what we remember about those Tom Gilmore Holy Cross teams, they were very good defensively. And so you bring defense to Lehigh. Yeah. I, I mean, mean <laughs> with their offense, the way they sling the ball. Right. So, And we'll see if that philosophy changes now. True. Um, but he had a pretty good passing, passing attack at Holy Cross yeah. along with a good defense. So that could be a great thing for, for this program. Could be very interesting to watch. We watched both of those uh, first-time head coaches luck in their 2019 seasons. Again, this is the 2019 Patriot League uh, preview here on the opening drive, FCS opening drive podcast. 
uh, presented by Football Game Plan. Let's talk about what we want to watch here in 2019. Number one's got to be Colgate. They can't possibly get any better than they did last season, can they? Like, it, it's not possible. Statistically, right? Or is there is there a way that they can magically hold teams to less than nine points a game? It's always possible. I mean... I mean there's no way, though. I mean... You never know. You never. <laughs> you never know. Uh, who saw last year coming defensively like that? That level of defense. That's, you know. I yeah. would also keep an eye on Lehigh's defense, just for the reasons I, I spoke about. Tom Gilmore, the defense he had at Holy Cross. I yeah. think that's going to be something to watch. If they can get defense going out there in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, they'll be just fine. And on the flip side of that, Georgetown's offense. They have yeah. a ton of talent returning. Moultrie, the running back. They have really good receivers, um, good tight end play. Isaac, yeah. I, you know, Isaac Shalai is a, is a really good tight end. Um, you also look at uh, what they have along the offensive line, yeah. veteran group. If their offense can be average, they're going to win a lot of ball games. Exactly. And Georgetown, like this was, last year, was one of the first years we saw them fully healthy. That was another big problem with them. Right. They always had injuries. I don't know if they got a new athletic trainer or what that was, but they finally uh, stayed healthy for the season. I think another thing I'm going to watch with Colgate this year, though, is the test they are going to receive. Because the first five games for Colgate are going to be nuts. They started home with Villanova. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a winnable ball game. Villanova's, you know, still a CAA team, but it's Villanova. They're then at Air Force, at William & Mary, and the go-go offense. Then they're home with Maine, and then they're at Dartmouth. If they can get through that five-game stretch with three wins or more, Colgate is a playoff contender that can go deep in the playoffs again for me. Because that's going to be really, really difficult to get out of there with three wins. Fordham's improvement. Played a lot of freshmen last year. Had a lot of injuries. Coach Collin is a fantastic coach. So last year is not an indictment on him. Um, It's an indictment on the injury concerns he had. And he played a freshman quarterback. So you would expect them to take – Huge steps this year on that side of the ball. Also, keep an eye on the quarterback position at Lafayette. Yes, Sean O'Malley showed some toughness his freshman year, and you, you had some confidence in him coming into the season. Right. But yeah, if you look at the last two seasons, twenty-seven interceptions. Yeah, it's not great. That's not great at all at no level of football. So, whether he's going to remain the guy or he's going to could be an open open battle. This exactly, year. because you can't turn the ball over like that at a high clip. Because remember, there were there were a few plays away from being a, a winning football team his freshman year. Yeah, and we like we they almost beat Lehigh. We thought that that was going to be, you know, that was going to get Colgate, who that year was the only above five hundred team into the playoffs, because Lafayette was going to beat Lehigh, who didn't deserve it, and yet Lehigh pulled it off. But not because of Sean O'Malley being slow. I mean, he he was right there with him. I think one more thing is this year, is this the year that the Patriot League starts getting more respect? Because I can guarantee you right now, JMU is not laughing about the Patriot League anymore. After right. facing Colgate in the playoffs. But Holy Cross got much better. Georgetown got much better. We know what Lehigh can do offensively when they get into a groove. I want to see, is this, is this the year where they can start winning some out-of-conference games and start gaining a little bit more prestige in terms of the overall rankings of your FCS conferences? And with that said, let's talk about some of these big games that are going to be coming up this year, and I think we got to start with talking about Georgetown. They're at Davidson in week one. 
that's a really interesting ball game because I know you love the Wildcats of Davidson. Uh, here, I've been on a broadcast for this for this game two years before, um, <laughs> and it's usually been a snooze fest because it's usually two inept offenses, one great defense in Georgetown that gets a win against Davidson, right? Not anymore. <laughs> Where <laughs> so, did Davidson come it, from? Bro, out of nowhere. It, and so now you have contrast in styles, and they say styles make fights. Yeah. Georgetown's great defense, explosive, great offense now in Davidson. That's going to be a hell of a great game to watch. That's one I had earmarked as well. Uh, obviously, Colgate versus Villanova. Can they do it again? They get a stiff test. Remember, we did these podcasts before uh, for for this season, and Colgate yeah. has ended up on a <laughs> bunch. popped up everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. So their schedule is ridiculous. Um, but also, let's talk about September 7th, New Hampshire against Holy Cross. That's an interesting ball game. That's a game that, hey, we're counting on Holy Cross being, you know, one of these teams is going to be in contention for, uh, I want to say wild card spot, but an at-large <laughs> bid. Yeah. Um, this is a game they have to win. And a real test for New Hampshire is going to be breaking in a new quarterback. A lot of new playmakers, too. So, And they're looking to bounce back in the CAA. That could be a really interesting matchup. Another one against the CAA team, though, again, Colgate at, at home against Maine. Right. I mean, first of all, nobody saw Maine getting to the semifinals last year. We talked about that on the CAA podcast. No one saw Colgate being that good defensively last year, even though they had a really good season two years ago. This is going to be a really stiff t- – you want some, you know, just a full-on brawl in the trenches, this is going to be it. Colgate-Maine is going to be an absolute war in f- for the front sevens of both sides. Speaking of that, for the front sevens, Colgate at Dartmouth, September 28th. The game may be one nothing. I was about to say, <laughs> it's not even possible. We're going to call it anyway. So <laughs> right. Somebody gets an extra point. How? Because we <laughs> right. had to give them something. Had, somebody got to get something, man. That's going to be a great defensive game, and – That'll be a game where, you know, we'll see whose offense can step up and, and make it happen. Yeah. That's a, that's a proven game for both offenses. I think another one to watch as well for uh, Georgetown is their game against Columbia. The Lou Little game, the Lou Little trophy. Well, that's going to be a really it, – it, obviously, it's a rival game. They've got a trophy game with it. But the way Columbia's come up now, all of a sudden, this game's got some significance for both the, you know, whoever's playing in the Ivy League and as well for Georgetown the Patriot League. Um, and another one as well, Lafayette at Princeton. Yeah. Interesting ball game in week seven. That's a Friday night game. And who, as we said, though, who knows where that we could be with Lafayette. We could be saying, hey, Lafayette's got a decent season going. Or at that point in the season, we might be saying, let's see who this new quarterback is who's taking over. Right. There is going to be a lot of pressure. And Princeton's going to be a real hard team to keep up with, though, for anybody. Uh, but I think that's going to be a, an interesting one to watch there. What's your hot take? My hot take for the Patriot League. I mean, here's the thing. You can't say anyone other than Colgate is going to win this conference. All right. I'm that, sorry. That's, like that's, that, that's just not happening. Holy Cross wins seven games, possibly eight, and I think they are a playoff team. Okay. I think Holy Cross has a good enough talent. They, had some, they responded perfectly last year with the first year as a new head coach. New offensive game plan, new offensive schemes. I think they are set up for success. I think Holy Cross finishes with seven or eight wins, and they're a playoff team. Last time Georgetown had a winning season, I was a true freshman running back at the University of Louisiana. So that was 1999. They will have a winning record this year. I mean, as long as they just (laughs) – How they finish – and here's here's why they're going to have a winning record. Because 
quietly thrown in there, and I'll be on this broadcast. Um, there's a game against Crosstown University and Catholic. <laughs> quietly. From uh, Springfield College conferences, um, amazingly. It's a bunch of New England schools and then Catholic University. Why? <laughs> right. A Catholic has a, a rich football tradition. The I Stephen want, Dean Memorial Trophy. There you go. And so that's going to be a game that's on their schedule. So they got a lot of winnable games. And I think what happened last year uh, with how they lost, and they were just on the cusp of yeah. getting that winning season, mm-hmm. that has carried itself throughout the summer. That's going to take some people off. Uh, they are going to be – they're going to – their punter is having nightmares. Every they're going to learn how to finish games. Put it that way. They, if, if there's one thing they've learned this offseason is how to finish, and I think that's going to be the reason why they have a winning season. So that's my hot yeah. take. Georgetown gets their first winning season since 1999. I, yeah, I'm looking at their schedule now. Davidson week one, I think will be tough. Marist, I think, is a win. Um, I think Catholic, I think, will obviously be a win. That's a D3 opponent there. Columbia, tougher game than it looks. Cornell, though, I think that's a win. It's at Cornell, though. Fordham, probably a win. Lafayette, maybe. Lehigh, away, maybe. Colgate, no. Bucknell, <laughs> but they get the last two games away as well, Bucknell and Holy Cross. So if they're looking for that, if they're sitting on five wins, they better beat Bucknell because they're not, I don't think they're beating Holy Cross cause, or they don't want to be in that position again. Well, they had Holy Cross down <laughs> 31-5. They don't want to be in that position again, though. Because, so they've shown they can compete with Holy Cross. Like I said, they're, they're going to get some PTSD, just some flashbacks. Like, don't punt. We're not. <laughs> Coach, it's fourth and 52. We're not punting. I, I think we're going to see a, probably one of the more – it's going to be fun to watch, the first hit, The first hit in that game is going to be a slobber knocker. Someone's going to get knocked out if that first hit from a Georgetown player against Holy Cross. I guarantee you that at Fitton Field in Worcester, Mass. That's going to do it for our Patriot League preview here, folks, on Football Game Plan. Again, if you want to listen back to any of our other podcasts, you can listen to them on SoundCloud and iTunes. They are on demand. We started with the Big Sky, Big South, CAA, Ivy League, MEAC, Missouri Valley, OVC, NEC. We're now through with the Patriot League. They're all up there. You can listen to them at any point. You can Again, we'll have the videos coming up as well. Emory will go in-depth into each conference and give you a full preview uh, for the 2019 season. Again, the Freshman 400 are coming out as well. Keep an eye out for that as we go through August uh, with all the incoming freshman classes for the FCS teams and keep an eye out for our latest podcast next up will be the Pioneer League San Diego looking to continue their dominance then will be the SoCon Wofford getting a challenge from East Tennessee State maybe maybe a little bit there and then the the Wild Wild West that is the Southland Conference will be after that uh, with the SWAC being the last conference we previewed this year so we will get to all of those keep listening out follow us on Twitter at FBall Game Plan and at David underscore Hasagan for all of your FCS, NFL, football, sports, general hot takes, whatever you, whatever you want to do, and all the general knowledge, um, keep an eye out for that. Thanks for listening in. We'll see you next time.